I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My mom gave me up for $2,500. So backstory, my mom and dad split up when I was roughly nine or 10 years old due to my mother cheating on my father when he was out of the country. He's a pilot. At the time, it was me and my two older sisters, one of which was already an aunt. So my other sister and I were left under my mother's custody due to my father always flying and not wanting us to go through moving all the time. As far as the details go, my dad not only paid my mum child support, but also paid off the house. Despite having little money to take care of himself, he paid my mum more than what he actually owed. Yet, my sister and I never saw that money. After the divorce, my mum turned to many things, sleeping around, gambling, drinking, and eventually meth. But that didn't last long due to my dad finding out and threatening to take us away. My sister practically became my mother since ours decided to step down from the plates and I was too young to take care of myself. When my sister left for college, all the emotional abuse that she took ended up falling on me, which sent me into a loop. Due to my sister taking all the damage, I typically saw my mother as, well, my mother. My young brain didn't notice how often she didn't come home at nights, or the lack of food in the house, or the constant weeks I'd wear one outfit since I didn't have any other clothes that fits. I didn't notice how unnormal this was. Heading into high school, it became more and more obvious this wasn't right at all. Yet I still loved my mother. We bantered and ate fast food together, and she was proud of my accomplishments. But she had her moments, dropping huge hints that I'm too boyish like my dad, refusing to let me cut my hair, pressuring me into wearing makeup, heels, dresses, convincing me I don't need therapy as my therapist at the time made me uncomfortable. They were one of those Christian therapists that made everything about God. Now, while I am Christian, it didn't help the conversation. And so on. Meanwhile, my dad met a woman and they fell in love. When she became pregnant with his kid, he moved her to America after my little sister was born and started a new family. I love my stepmom. She's literally the sweetest woman I know, and I adore my baby sister, and eventually my second baby sister. Over time, after spending many nights in their home, I came to realize how much happier I was at their house than my mother's. One day, I told my dad I want to officially live with him. At this point in time, I've noticed how depressed I am and how things aren't normal in my mum's house. When I told my mother this, she was deeply upset and cried, but she understood. Or so I thought. That's when everything went downhill. The text messages started. Sly guilt trips and remarks on how someone else convinced me to move out. That my father convinced me that she was the bad guy. The more these texts happened, the warier I became about talking to her. It got to the point where I'd cry after every conversation because I was so confused and lost. One day, she practically trapped me in her car in my best friend's driveway to tell me how my reasons for leaving were BS and that I clearly don't remember what it was like in that house. 
cue my memory issues. But enough about that. Let's get to the good part, the custody case. Due to me being the last child between my mother and father, my dad no longer had to pay child support. Obviously, they go to court about this. Except my mum didn't show up for many, many hearings. When she did, she had this BS story about how my dad owed her a trash load of money because he never paid the full child support. How she felt pressured to believe him and trust him when he said he knew how much he owed her. He did. He calculated it himself and actually paid more than what was needed. So if you're catching on, this fight was about money. Here's a fun little thing. My mum texted me maybe a month before this case started about how she desperately wants me to come home, how she'll do anything to get her baby back. That aged well, didn't it? Because one day, my mum stated that if my dad pays her two and a half thousand dollars, she'll give up full custody of me. My dad agreed to it and it was over. She gave up her custody rights for two and a half thousand dollars. It still stings. I'm still bitter and angry to this day about it. And this case happened years ago. I don't think my mum's aware I know the details about this case, as she very rarely reaches out to me, as if we still have a relationship, to tell me how much she loves and misses me. The thing is, I learned that my mum actually despised me after the divorce because I just reminded her of my dad. We have the same eyes and resting face. My mum just loves being the victim and even tried to convince my sister she doesn't remember doing all the stuff I did to you. She even blamed my dad for her cheating on him and said so to my face. I haven't had a real conversation with her since Christmas, over the phone, of course. And I haven't seen her in person since maybe before the pandemic. She texted me recently, all excited about a gift she got from my sister's unborn baby, and it sent a whole new wave of resentment towards her. I stopped trying long ago to have a relationship with her, as she doesn't try it in return, and will continue to do so until she admits her wrongs, apologizes, and actually tries to be a freaking mother for once in her life. Until then, my only mother is my lovely stepmom. Okay, wow, guys, we've just seen some truly astonishing parenting right there. Act as if you care about your child, but then, in effect, selling her for $2,500. That's a level. Unbelievable. I'm just so happy for you, OP, that you are finally out of that house and you've realized after all these years how entitled and just terrible your mother is. But that is unbelievable. Faking as if you actually care and then taking 2.5K for your own daughter. Unreal. My entitled mum wants my future house for herself so I can inherit it later. I may have to remove this if certain people find it, or I suspect they have. Things are complicated right now, and I don't want my father knowing about this all, but I have no energy to make a spare account. With that out of the way, yes, for absurd as the title sounds, it is even more absurd when you live it. And I thought I'd never see or live through something like this, as entitled mums are not such a common sight where I live. But here I am, my own mum seems to be one, and I never suspected it. First of all, some background. I've been homeless for some time, after being kicked out three times. The first one was from my physical slash emotionally abusive and alcoholic father's home. I was around 16. Second, from my uncle's home, after he became mentally ill and very unstable. I don't blame him. I was 23 to 24 at the time and was taking care of him until he became too aggressive. And the third one, again, from my father's home after we all thought he'd changed. We were wrong, and this was around three years ago, when I was 24 or 25. This is relevant, as my parents were divorced since I was a kid because of my father's abusive behavior. And this comes to play in the story. Second important background part is that we never had any money. 
And all that came was obviously wasted on alcohol, drugs, prostitutes, and so on by my father. While me and my one year older brother were left unattended, starving, etc. But, but my grandparents, both, but in this case, my father's parents have tons of money and properties. If I attempt to count them now, I'd say they have around 10 flats bought through a business they own for legal and economic purposes. The thing is, my father and uncle had many fights with my grandparents as they tell everybody they were abusive to them when they were young and so on. Now, I believe this, but I'm more inclined to think otherwise as even after ending up in court after multiple assaults, my grandparents allowed them and us to live in two of their properties. And I'd say that those were almost luxury flats if they hadn't made them into big trash containers, sometimes literally using a room as a trash storage. Now onto recent events. So after going homeless, my mother took my brother and I to her flat for a time. Although I was forced to find another place or go to the local shelter whenever her boyfriend wanted time with her, as she didn't care if I had a place to sleep as long as she could have intimacy every few days. On perspective, this would have been a good start for an entitled parent story, but I'd say it's just a bad parent story, so I'll leave it at that. And don't get me wrong, she was never a bad mum, or not as bad as my father, but she simply kept her distance, as being a mum simply wasn't the life she wanted. So, after that, I took the initiative to make contact with our grandparents again. Although everyone else disagreed, but I had to take the chance. It had been around 15 years since we were forbidden from contacting them, as all my family spoke of them as the devil, or even worse. And again, they're not saints, but holy heck are they lifesavers. They rejoiced after I came back to them. They showered us with cash for anything we needed and found us a place to live, renting it and giving us cash every month, paying for my brother's final years at university and my studies too. Still, my mum didn't like most of it, although I choose to believe she was at least relieved she wasn't going to be forced to take care of us from there on. It got to a point where they bought my brother a flat too. So not only did we have a permanent home, but also he could have some property as my father's home was supposed to one day be ours. I should mention here too that all these years, they still gave both my father and uncle a whole salary each, so they knew we could have had everything we needed. Sadly for them, they were wrong about that. Right then, now on to the story. Ah, just another gaming night. I wished I could stop feeling like things could go back to square zero at any moment. So I start thinking. It's been a while since I was told I was getting my own flats, just so we could rent it and have our own money. I'm not fond of being a landlady, but ha. Perhaps I should help speed the process up and look for one, I think. So I do it. The next morning, my grandparents thanked me profusely for helping with it and taking the initiative. So we start visiting some candidates, some of which I go to with my mum on separate visits. Somehow, that starts a whole month of my mum telling me things such as, I don't like that place for you. That flat is in a very bad zone of the city. Nobody would ever rent it. I know which places you'd like better than you. I know what you like. This park is full of drug addicts. You're not living here. At first, and to be fair, those seemed like pretty innocent claims, but then they started becoming something else. See, she's always lived in rented homes, and she's the only one of her family to not have a home of her own. Her two brothers, her sister, and her parents have an owned home, so she somewhat hopes to inherit her parents' home after they pass away. This isn't happening though, as one of her brothers doesn't like her one bit and wouldn't give his part away, and she's got no way of buying it from him. But anyways, she starts giving us hints, requests, of living at my brother's flat, 
It's only got two rooms, but my brother is at uni elsewhere, so there's one free room, right? Well, no, because obviously he'd need a place to live after he finishes uni, or if anything happens, or a place to stay if he comes by. Mum starts telling us how, I'd do it for you, for the money, and the, we get along so well, you'll never notice that I'm even here. Except, all that isn't true. She sometimes buys us groceries, yeah, but we don't ask for it. She's never given us any money aside from that, and not even before we went homeless, although she was obligated to because of the divorce. Well, I guess she did, but she always asked for it back. I guess I should tell a story or two of those times a different day. But going back to the story, things got convoluted. My mum at that time had spoke about her perfect idea. I gotta say it wasn't half bad on paper, but not in practice. She said something along the lines of, well, since you're getting a home of your own, why not, instead of renting it to someone else, insert racist slurs here, that would destroy it and not even pay, I rent it. But I live in your brother's house and you live in that one. You'd like it. We don't have to tell anyone. You don't like this place anyways. And the money would stay home. At first, I was confused. Like, why keep it a secret? She always does this with everything. Everything has to be a secret, but it makes things absurdly complicated. So I tell her, uh, no, I can't rent you my house only for you to live at my brother's house. He should be asked first. Besides, that would mean he'd have to live with me, so he'd have to know. Well, you see, this place is perfect for me. I can change this room for that one. The living room would be my room. I can make this and this other change, and I was stunned. She started telling me all the changes that she'd clearly been thinking about for a long time, at least since all those months back where she started telling us how a good idea would be for her to live here. Uh, again, no, I don't think my brother would like living with you, and I won't let you live here without him knowing. If you want to do shady things, you'll have to tell him and grandparents, since they're paying for all of this. She started turning red. Not of rage, or perhaps just a part of it, but she always fake cries when she doesn't get what she wants. Oh, but they wouldn't understand. They tried to make me live in a dump back when they bought us a home, when you weren't even born. But they didn't. They changed the place. And although I think you deserve a home too for all you've had to put up with, it doesn't have anything to do with this. As I said, the place they ended up buying for them was almost a luxury one. You could see the beach from it and so on. Although it was never supposed to be their own place as it was bought through their business and we were supposed to inherit it when my grandparents passed away. It was a weird exchange. I didn't fully grasp why she was acting like that at the time. So I called my brother and explained. He told me she'd been insisting on the topic of living with me for a while as if we were both gonna live at his flat. But since he knows her, he also knew she was full of rubbish and told her more or less what I told her too. Days passed and she seemed to start accepting how ridiculous it was to make a very convoluted plan of renting a home to live at the other one and then not telling anyone. So I proposed that we all talked about it on normal, decent terms. That is, she would rent my brother's home since he isn't here for now and he can choose where he wants to live since there'd be free rooms at both places. My mum was visibly displeased but accepted the terms. But then came more drama after I found a perfect place for me. There? There are thugs and, insert racial slurs, living there. You're gonna get yourself robbed, assaulted or killed. I was both shocked and rolling my eyes at the same time. All those places she spoke so badly about had changed and I mean really changed through the years and are nowhere near like she sees them. Mum, the house is perfect and whether I get it or not is none of your business. 
I've checked the neighborhood, the house, the community, and even the nearby park. It is not as you paint it. You're wrong, and I'm not renting a home at that place. I was confused again. Of course she wasn't renting my home, and she was supposed to know that. Yeah, of course you wouldn't be, because I'd be the one living there, not you. Ah, something to take into account is that my future home was going to have an extra room, so it was going to be bigger. This is important too, although you surely can see why already. Well then, if you get that place, then I'm not renting at your brother's. At this moment, I felt rage boiling inside of me. What? Listen, we're going to rent it, whether it's to you or to some rando, and my brother has already agreed to that, as well as our grandparents. My mum was getting red again, but this time, not fake crying. Whatever, I should have stayed with your father. That way, I'd have a home too. She was so, so spiteful about that, you wouldn't even believe it. I felt a cold, but burning inside. I tried to stay calm, but also make her see that she just said something horrible. Excuse you? Could you say that again? I was very, very hurt, but mostly offended, because at that point I realized, despite possibly more things being in her mind, right then and there, she simply wanted a piece of the cake. She frowned, started her fake crying act all over again, as if I was the one who told her something horrible and not the opposite. So I rolled my eyes, sighed, and excused myself out of there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A few days after that, she came to my brother's house again, and we went for a walk, as she seemed to want to talk, and I wanted to have an easy exit out, just in case. Spoiler, I needed it, and I used it. I'll tell you what we're gonna do, she said. Oh god, here we go again, I was thinking. She was saying it as if it was the most brilliant idea she'd ever have. I'm gonna rent your house, but I'm gonna live at your brother's house. I sighed so hard it seemed exaggerated, but it came right out of my soul. Listen, I'm gonna do it, so I can. Now, I don't know how this is called in English, or if this exists anywhere else, but here, there's an option to rent a place to someone, and then offer them to buy it after the contract is over, at a reduced price, based on what they had already paid. And she's referring to this. So then I can buy it from you. I was flabbergasted at her idiocy, and her courage to tell me a plan so stupid. So you're telling me you're gonna rent my house, but live at my brother's house, so you can then buy my house, still live at my brother's house, and my brother and I live at your house that we could then maybe inherit? My mum was clearly insulted. What do you mean, maybe? I had the most obvious expression of, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard, on my face, body, and hands. But she was glaring at me as if she just smelled a fart. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Now, I didn't yell, but I did raise my voice, and we were in the streets. I stopped walking, so she was forced to stop too, and people were staring. I wouldn't have normally wanted that, but I really wanted her to absorb and accept the idea of how ridiculous she was getting. What? It's not like I'm going to be here long anyways. Whenever I retire, I'm going to travel the world. I won't ever come back to this garbage of a city. 
Now she was raising her voice, apparently not getting how that made everything even more absurd. What do you even want my house for then? What if you get debt? What if I can't pay to inherit it when you die? Are you really not seeing how it makes absolutely no friggin' sense? She huffed and puffed. I would sign a contract. She said so as if she just made sense of all of it in a victorious tone. Wait, so were you thinking of renting my brother's home without a contract? She was very displeased about me saying that. Most probably because she actually was thinking about it. Well, of course not. Uh, Who do you think I am? I just want the best for you. All right, then explain to me how taking my house so you can own something without any way of knowing if I'll ever get it back and making me pay for it if I do so helps me. Please go ahead. She was actually about to reply. I just roll my eyes again and start walking away. No, you know what? I don't want to know. Get your life together. Now, I wish that was the end of it, but it wasn't. I ended up not getting the place I liked so much, so we're still looking for some nice place to get. But my mum has kept telling us that she is going to move into my brother's house, whether we like it or not, and that it's all to help us. She doesn't seem to quite catch what no means, or that we absolutely don't want to live with her for a multitude of reasons. I fully believe she's actually going to end her contract with her current landlord soon, just so she can tell us there's no other way and make us feel guilty if she has to go homeless despite having the money to rent any place she wants and despite me having paid for months of the last two places she rented so she could move because she doesn't like staying anywhere too long that's why she travels so much and wants to do so in the future even more so i'm trying to make myself ready for when that happens i guess i'll update you guys when or if i finally get my own home Wow, where to even begin with this woman? When someone comes along with a plan that they've thought so hard about, you can tell, and it just makes absolutely no sense. What do you even say other than, that is ridiculous, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it's so clear that she's just obviously trying to use you and your assets to get something for herself. But at this point, surely just don't even fake it. It's so obvious what you're trying to do. Just say, can I have one of your houses? And then just leave it at that. Like making up this whole plan of I'll live here, rent here. I'll actually then buy that house so I'll have something. And then you can buy it back off me when I die. It's just, it's very confusing. That's all I'll say. And it really doesn't need to be. Just be honest. You'd quite like a house of your own. Again, guys, remember that she was very calm with leaving her own children homeless multiple times back in the day. Yeah, it wasn't her directly, but it was still her children. But now, no, she needs to own a property that one of you guys has. Strange is all i'll say and you know what else is strange if you don't click this playlist right now of all my other entitled parents videos then who are you seriously i'm sorry to question your character but click it if you want to just chill you know you're doing some work playing a game and you want me in the background whack that on you'll love it even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.